On this episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast, we talk college football with the Badgers vs. New Mexico. What's going on else around with Big Ten? Not a great week for them. All around, what else is going on in college football? A little NFL action and a live reacts from the Bears-Packer game from Marlo and Casey. All right, let's start the show. All right, we're back with another episode of the 132 Breeze Podcast. This is Marlo coming from you this time from Minneapolis, Minnesota. And as always, joined by my co-host Casey. Casey, how are we doing today? Well, doing great. Uh, fall is here. I mean, not only football here in uh, southeast Wisconsin, we got some fall weather uh, in the 60s, which it was uh, nice and cool, uh, which I'm sure I'm going to regret saying in like a month, but <laughs> it felt good having the windows open, the cool breeze. Uh, football on doing great yeah definitely that nice crisp little coolness in the air perfect for football it reminds you that football is here football is back and of course we had the badgers play on saturday um, that we will go into shortly but first we're going to kick this off with casey's complaints (laughs) yeah well it relates to watching the the badger game uh as always a segment that i lead has to have my name in it so branding um but watching the uh, watching the Badger game on the Big Ten Network, just the announcers were just brutal for me. First of all, they were just surprised that there were two players with the last name Taylor on the same team, but they weren't related, and they it kept bringing it up. And it, how does that happen? I it, it was crazy, and they were both having a great game. Taylor's wow, uh, that was great. To do you think? Do you think they were in a sit down meeting when they when they were? They like talk to the players, and they're like, "Wait, you're not related." Do you think it was like a big aha moment for them? But we're gonna make them both the key impact players before the game. (laughs) So, and it turned out that they were right. Turned out they're right. So I give them props there, but not during my complaining segment. Uh, The other thing, the broadcast kept cutting away after every play to see Bob Davies, who was New Mexico's coach, reaction, and he never had a reaction. He was pacing or staring off into space, looking down at the ground. But we got to see it after like every play, every timeout. Oh, it was it was brutal. Uh, but is that worse than Fox's constantly rotating camera that they had during the uh, Dallas Carolina game? Did you see that? Oh yeah, that it is was nauseating. <laughs> I think Fox is always trying to do these new camera things. Yeah. And it's like, no, I, I think we reached the peak. Like, we have pylon cam, which should have been happening many years ago. Sky cam, which we all got, which is dope. But, yeah, everything else yeah. is just nauseating. The around. Fox, did, they're the ones that do the um, ump cam, right? Yeah. The, and it's like, I can't see anything. Can you stop showing this, please? <laughs> and half the time, the hat, the hat falls off mm-hmm. during the replay. Uh, all right. So that's enough complaining, I guess. Let's talk about some good things. Uh, Badgers. Defeated New Mexico, uh, 40, 45, 14 was the final. Yep. Um, what did we learn from this game, Marlo? Uh, first thing I learned is that my friends freak out after first quarter scores mm-hmm. during games because the Badgers were, were they down 7-3? to three? Yeah, they're down 7-3 after the first. And I think my phone kind of blew up. And I think you were on this this string of texts that yeah. the world was falling. The Badgers are the worst team ever. And how how can we ever compete? 
Yeah, everyone was was very worried, and uh, to be honest, I was a little bit worried at how easy the the first drive looked for uh, New Mexico. Uh, but I just kept telling myself after, I guess in the Paul Christ era, it's a long game. We play mm-hmm. better throughout the game. Let's just let's just settle down and and see how this goes. Uh, and obviously, it, it turned around, but there were a lot of early negative reactions. <laughs> yeah, but I think we talk we we talk about we've talked about this. It's just that we expect to blow these teams out, and with the team we have, we expect to blow them out right now. Yeah. Beginning of the game, kickoff, it should be 30 to nothing, right? Um, but yeah, that's just not the way it is. This game went totally the way Wisconsin does things at this point in the season. They're kind of a slow player. And then towards the end of the game, they wear the other team wear the other team down and end up, well, they didn't cover. So no. there's that. But, you know, at the end of the day, the score was the score. Yeah, uh, I think... To your point, you know, it was a very Wisconsin-y game. Um, I remember hearing uh, Brandon Williams after the game. So, let me, before I get to that, mm-hmm. uh, as you mentioned, wearing the teams down, we ran the ball an insane amount of times. Tony Brook only threw uh, 11 times. And uh, after the game, I was listening to an interview with uh, Brandon Williams, who's uh, working for uh, the broadcast team. Yep. And uh, he said that a lot of the big plays that we got – in the second half to uh, A.J. Taylor, who we'll talk about a little bit more in a bit, uh, they were there all game, and it was just our mentality, the way we wanted to play the game. I said Paul Chris just essentially wants to get through these games and get on, you know, once they're comfortable and in hand, get on to the next one. So the way he made it sound, and he was obviously watching it uh, as a former player, you know, much more analytically than I would be able to, uh, that those plays were there, those big plays were there for us to take advantage of, but we just methodically wanted to play our game. Uh, and get out of there, you know, I guess, quickly with a victory, which is, you know, as we'll talk about some of the other uh, Big Ten scores, not how some of the other Big Ten teams approached yeah. uh, their yeah. ball games, uh, but the way that the way that we did, and to your point, very Wisconsin-y. Right, yeah, and, and doing it, like, doing it Wisconsin way, um, you know, getting in and getting out to that point, uh, Jonathan Taylor had a huge day, like you said, ran it a bunch of times. Um, came up with 253 yards, had three touchdowns. Again, we won't talk about his fumble, yeah. where he could have had a fourth touchdown. We're not talking about that. We don't mm, talk about okay, that here. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I was, I was, he had, a, he had a, he had a huge day. But the, I have a question for you, Casey. Yeah. He, game was in hand. They're handing the ball off to Jonathan Taylor. You know, probably in the fourth quarter with, with really nothing on the line. Are you freaking out at that point that this could be the hit that takes him out? Um, I was a little bit nervous, uh, to be honest, but I wanted him to get the career high in mm-hmm. yards and touchdowns. Mm-hmm. I really liked, after we got on the other side of the 50-yard line, uh, on the last drive that he played, um, they put in uh, Taiwan Deal, and he had a couple nice carries that got us down into the red zone. And I was worried that Jonathan Taylor State was done, and I wanted him to get that third touchdown. I yeah. guess I'm in, like, from a padding the stats, kind of making right. it look like a bigger day than it otherwise might. Because uh, we've kind of seen in the past, thinking back to the Melvin Gordon game, where he rushed for 406 yards in three quarters and could have had 500 yards in that game. I mean, my goodness. Uh, just kind of yards and plays left on the table. I was 
nervous, but I wanted him to get that third touchdown. Once he got the third touchdown, I was like, done. Let's move on. Let's um, move on. So, yeah, I was nervous. I kind of didn't want him out there, but I, I wanted selfishly, I guess, pushing for those stats. Yeah. Which I don't know if that's how the coaching staff was thinking about it, but that's the way I was sitting at home. Yeah. No, no, I feel you. I, I, yeah, I, I want him to pad his stats, especially against, you know, teams like this. Uh, get, you kind of get him up there. Um, it, but I just heard a lot of chatter in the uh, Twitter sphere about on, on the Badger side, like, why is he still in there? Why is he going? And I, I thought to myself, you might be one of those, but it's good to hear that you just want him to have some well, stats. Yeah. I mean, 33 carries is a lot, but, mm-hmm. um, nothing outside of i guess a normal game that he would play so it's not like he was in there when the game was out of line and you know as i'm sitting here thinking about him competing for heisman and i'm watching you know ohio state put up 77 and 50 something and you know other teams keep their players in yeah uh, who will you know who at the end of the year we're going to be looking at their stats compared to jonathan taylor's stats uh again from a selfish kind of i'd like to see him compete for a heisman standpoint and not that this is going to be a definitive moment, and hopefully he'll have other definitive moments, but these numbers matter when you're sitting back and looking at it. Um, I was cautiously uh, willing to let him be in there for that time. But once that, again, once that third touchdown happened, he got the career high in yards. I was like, okay, day's done. And that's uh, what the coaching staff did. Okay. And then the other uh, kind of breakout player of the game was. The other Taylor. The other Taylor. Not even related. Not related. No <laughs> relations. No relations. It's just last name's Taylor, who happens yeah. to be a receiver. 134 and a touchdown with, on five, only five receptions. Right. Yeah. He had some big time. He had some big time plays, a, a couple uh, highlight reel catches. Yeah. So he to had speak. One handed catch uh, for his first catch down the sideline. That was pretty impressive. Yeah. He's back. Yeah. He's back there making uh, Hornybrook look good. And. Coming into his own while with while Davis has his suspension. So as he's you know he's had two actually two good games against um, his last two games. Yeah. Does that beg the question? Is he the number one receiver? And when Davis comes back, is that just going to make? Is it going to open up the field more? Is he going to have the same touches? Where are we going to be at with this wide receiver core once Davis comes back? Well, I think it's a good sign seeing uh, Taylor get this kind of production. Uh, I mean, when you throw the ball. 11 times in a game it's i guess mm-hmm. yeah i guess yeah 12 overall but 11 times with there's not a lot of receptions to go around aj taylor had five the next leading wide receiver was with one catch so yeah uh i think it's just gonna open up the field give another option i think for the time being i would expect aj taylor to be the main target since horny brook has now had two games with them they're probably a little bit more comfortable with each other uh until danny davis gets a little bit more time back uh but i think it, you know as we saw how uh, danny davis and horny brook work together at the end of the year it's just going to give us another another option at mm. one receiver to hopefully open up that field a little bit more uh as we get into big 10 play and the defenses are a bit more stout yeah, it could be crazy if it does open up, like the if the wide receivers open up the field for to give the chance for Jonathan Taylor to not have to face you know loaded loaded front defenses. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's uh, a, an interesting, uh, I guess, a hopeful proposition that I'm, I'm hoping that's how it how it works out. It works out that way in my mind, at least. <laughs> yeah, it's all in theory. It's going to work out that way. Um. 
But anyways, Badgers, Badgers move on. Got BYU next week. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess BYU is better than they were last year, so we'll see what that game comes down to. Um, I'm hoping for a blow. I'm expecting a blowout again. I should say, uh, being it being it at home. Yeah. Um, but with that with that win, AP poll came out today. Badgers moved down a spot again after winning. Yeah. Do you have feelings on that? Uh, who moved ahead of them, Oklahoma? Yeah, Oklahoma moved ahead yeah. of them. I thought that I thought that was going to happen. Um, I don't think. I think the bigger issue I have is with Ohio State moving ahead of them because I think that Wisconsin and Ohio State have done the same thing. They've taken care of business. Yep. Um, and done so in a, I think, equally impressive way. So I don't get the that movement. But Oklahoma has looked really good. Uh, I'm. Don't have obviously. I want Wisconsin to be ranked higher. I think if other people say that my team is good, I enjoy hearing that. Um, but I'm not terribly upset about it. I think once things start figuring themselves out in the Big Ten, um, yeah, we'll still be pretty high. Yeah, it's fine. I want I want Wisconsin to be mad. I want them to play the disrespect card. Keep keep yeah. going down so we get to the Big Ten and we'll move back up. That's what we do. That's how we do it. Yeah, that's that's true. You you, you said that you kind of like that that mindset a little bit better so yeah it, and i think you know moving down the polls one year winning does give you a little bit of like nobody believes in us slash disrespect yep. that you can kind of put on your shoulder um i think this team is really good at uh being you know the program uh the the attitude that paul christ has instilled in the program uh doesn't necessarily need that kind of newspaper type material to uh be focused and motivated <laughs> newspaper is kidding yeah. These kids are definitely reading the newspaper. Yeah, yeah. Get the Badger Herald. Is that still put out? <laughs> is the yeah? Is the Badger Herald still a thing? I don't know. Like as a physical paper, I'm sure yeah. it's still a thing. But as a physical, like read in class paper, is it still a thing? I, I suppose probably. Uh, now we're now we're really showing our age. Yeah, because you grab it going to class, so you don't have to pay attention in class. You have the thing there, but I guess you have it on your phone, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. We're old. Yeah, we're old. Uh, yeah, if anyone's still in school, let us know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Anything else? Anything else on the uh, Wisconsin? Uh, no, I think uh, going forward, I, I guess the thing I I say no, and then I'm going to say something more. I, I think <laughs> I I talked about what did we learn. I think we learned how we're going to win games, which is kind of our same, you know, Wisconsin mo: uh, run the ball, wear teams out, don't make mistakes. Uh, Losing games, I know we're not going to talk about it, but Jonathan Taylor's turnovers, that worries me. Uh, yes. And I think that our defense, and this has been the way in the an issue in the past, is when teams run an option or spread offense, we tend to have trouble with that. And with our younger secondary, and kind of when we saw on the two drives that New Mexico did put together, that be exposed a little bit. So I've, I don't know that we're going to run into other teams, at least in the Big Ten, that will do that. Maybe until Ohio State, if we both make it to the championship game, maybe Penn State. But they, again, have, Penn State has a bit more of a pro-style offense, I think, than uh, Ohio State, who spreads it out a little bit more. A little bit of worry there. Um, but I think some good things showed themselves in this game and some bad things, even though it was an inferior opponent. So, okay, anyway. anything, anything, anything else? Anything else? <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay, you're good. Officially, officially no on this. All right. So we'll conclude that, that portion of of Wisconsin talk. So now that everyone that has fast forward that aren't Wisconsin fans, we can talk about the rest of the Big Ten. Uh, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. We. Yeah. It was a. It was an up and it was an up and down week for up and down week for uh, the rest of the Big Ten. Yeah, I think uh, the Big Ten is kind of figuring itself out to be kind of a, a haves and haves nots league. There's, I'd say, what would you say, four, three and a half good teams, and maybe a bunch of not so slash yeah. pretty bad teams. Yeah, I, I would say the biggest. Uh, from this week and the biggest knock is that I, you know we were trying to make the argument for the Big Ten East mm-hmm. um, you know actually holding some weight and mm, kind of got knocked down a peg this week <laughs> with that argument but it wasn't it wasn't a banner day for the not the you know Big Ten non-conference games yeah we had uh, I guess the what I would call the good teams winning relatively comfortably but uh, Purdue uh, lost to East Michigan Eastern Michigan, not great. Oh yeah, but but Penn State, Penn State yeah. was. I'm sorry, going back to the Penn State and Pittsburgh game. Yeah, I mean it was terrible conditions, but that was a close game for most of the game, and I actually turned away, and I was really surprised at the end. It was one of those like, how did this happen? Yeah, it was it ended up scoring like 51 after you know it was a score of like seven to six forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess McSurley just went. You know they went kind of crazy, uh, but yeah, going on to the to the rest of those games, the rest of those games, yeah, yeah. So uh, I guess some of the other less good performances in the Big Ten: Purdue lost Eastern Michigan, Northwestern lost to Duke, uh, and I guess the thing in both those games was the offenses really struggled yeah. for Northwestern and Purdue, which was weird because they played each other in Week One and it was like a barn burner. Yeah, both teams were putting up points, uh, so I don't know what happened that. All of a sudden, they're losing yeah. at home too. B- yeah, yeah, b- yeah. Like I said, both of those games were at home. Purdue losing to Eastern Michigan. It seems like every freaking year we can't get away with one Big Ten, like a Big Ten team not losing to a MAC team. Yeah, and I guess we could talk about this some other time, but we, maybe we should start the relegation where you get relegated <laughs> to the MAC and someone comes over to the Big Ten, and we can, you know, we can go about that. But yeah, I just, I just that. That sucks. Purdue was supposed to be this team on the uprise, you know, you know, maybe not great now, but like, you know, actually making a step forward, losing to Eastern Michigan does not go forward. No. Northwestern, Duke. It, I, I feel like playing at Northwestern, we have firsthand experience at the 11 o'clock game at Northwestern seems like to be the hardest game to play ever. And Duke found a way to just go in there and, and blow them out. That's disappointing. Nebraska. Yep. Scott's First game, first home game, because mm-hmm. game last week got canceled. Everyone is excited. Nebraska was up, or yeah, Nebraska was up. Colorado wasn't doing anything. I think they came back from halftime, and ESPN was doing ESPN things, saying basically Nebraska was going to do Ruckshaw and just yeah. blow them out in the second half because was back. Yeah, because Colorado didn't do anything. And look what happened. Yeah, also. I don't have much to say on that, I guess. <laughs> uh, I think I was in our, our preseason uh, kind of talk. I, I was expressing my concern for Nebraska and that Scott Frost might be able to do something. Again, this is just a game. We didn't get to see them in week one, so we don't really know yeah. what they are. Um, but I was worried that there was going to be a very quick turnaround to, uh, to make Nebraska. And you were kind of welcoming the idea of yeah. Nebraska being back. Uh but it doesn't seem like that's happening, so I yeah. will breathe a sigh of relief. 
perhaps prematurely, but uh, yeah, they'll be good. Martinez, that freshman quarterback, he is good, but at the same time, he can't have. I mean, he got hurt. I don't know how bad it was. He went out in the game, didn't finish the game. When you have your quarterback doing the majority of your rushes, something bad is probably going to happen. Yeah, it's not. So, yeah, so there's that. But anyways, Colorado comes back and beats them. The Michigan State Arizona State game. Yeah. Were you surprised? <sighs> surprised? Mm-hmm. No. Mm. Um, I got some stats to tell you why I wasn't, although I didn't know these stats going into the game. Okay, I will, before you go on your stats, oh. I was surprised. You I'll let you go on your stats. I was surprised. I thought this was, you know, the, the Herm Edwards hire. I was like, this is going to yeah. be a disaster. I still think it's going to be. Yeah, I do too. But like, <laughs> I thought this would be like the beginning of that disaster, like, coming to fruition you know mm, okay. um you know they played some cupcake last week and beat them and then like this was a big game and you know i think that michigan state is a little overhyped as, as most seasons mm. um but at the same time it was michigan state versus herm edwards arizona state right right and just this yeah uh, i mean yeah just to see it but i think you know i guess it's hard to play in the desert we have firsthand experiences doing that yeah, and maybe that's why I wasn't surprised as that kind of home-and-home home we had with Arizona State a few years ago going in there, and it always seems like it's a tough place to play. I feel like, you know, it being a Pac-12 game, I turn it on, and Arizona State's playing USC or something, and everybody's like, oh, it's hard to play in Death Valley here, or whatever the heck they call it. <laughs> and yeah. then Arizona State, like, gets blown out or something. But it always that's kind of the narrative that it's a tough place to play. Um, I presume that's true. Um, but... Why I'm even less surprised now that I got some stats to back up uh, See, Michigan State. Yeah, this is a Saber metrics. Yeah, Michigan Casey State. Casey Saber metrics. Michigan State one in twelve in the oh. last sixty years in regular season games out west. That's not good. sixty years. Yeah, they don't wow. go out west very often, but they're one in no. twelve. Okay. Uh, it says that record improves. I think it. it it improves isn't the right word, but to zero and twelve in games west of Colorado, so they must have won in Colorado. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the, <definition is> there. <laughs> the Big Ten is zero and nine all time in regular season road games at Arizona State. So if maybe which it, which is I'm gonna say it bullshit because we should have won that game and it was a stupid freaking call. But I'm, yeah. st- I'm I'm not mad about it anymore. Not mad about it anymore at all. Yeah, Just happened yeah. to be my bachelor party. No big deal. No Still deal. not mad about it, though. Ruining bachelor parties. Yeah. Thanks a lot, refs <laughs> and Arizona State. Yeah. I honestly didn't put together that that's when that happened. God darn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so it, it's a tough place, at least for Big Ten teams to play. And it's started at, what, 10 o'clock local time, right? Or 11? I mean, that's 10, like... Yeah, I was like, it, was like it was late. It was late. I was going to ask you if you stayed up for it. I... When I went to bed, Michigan State was winning. So I guess in that sense, I was surprised that they lost because they were up when I fell asleep. And I was up pretty late. But, uh, I mean, that's 1230 for uh, – in this, I guess, is getting into East a Coast conversation. Well, like, tw- yeah, Michigan's on the East Coast. Yeah, time. so that's like 12 o'clock their time that the game's starting. And as yeah. somebody who plays in an adult soccer league where games <laughs> normally start around when I'm going to bed, it's tough to get up for those games, to, stay <laughs> to be focused. <laughs> Yes, I'm uh, equating. Yeah, but I'm equating the quarter, the but the quarterback was, football. but the quarterback was from Phoenix, so he should be used. to Oh, that. yeah. I mean, coming home, he should. Yeah, know, I, I hadn't. I mean, place. if you didn't know that from watching the broadcast, and I, I pretty much think I know their parents. I could see them on the street and be like, <laughs> "Oh, hey, that's that's mom and dad right there." 
So they showed him like a bazillion times before I fell asleep for the game. Yeah, so I think the story of this game is it's hard for the Big Ten to play against Arizona State for some reason. I think yeah. it's always this late night game. I think there I honestly think there's something to that. Yeah. Um, you know, athletes have their routines, they're ready to play when they normally play and to go outside of that is challenging. Um and I think maybe Michigan State's a little overrated. Oh uh, yeah. A little bit. Yeah, a little get, bit. And then they'll they'll find a way to beat Ohio State. That's fine with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine with me. I mean, we'll see when they get in the Big Ten. I yeah. they're I just when Michigan State is good, their defense is really good. Mm-hmm. Um and their defense hasn't looked I mean, they gave up what was it, sixteen points to Yeah, I mean it was a defensive game. It was a so, boring game. Yeah. You know, it was a defensive game, won by a field goal. ASU won by a field goal. So you know, I mean and that's what that's what that's what Michigan State does. They play defense and then every once in a while they have an you know, an offensive Leaves quote unquote explosion. Yep. Which means they scored twenty four points. Um and then everyone's freaking out. Well, we're not freaking out now. No, no, saying, no. So. Yeah, I'm freaking out. Um, but yeah, that's it. Is that's it for the Big Ten? Is anything else noteworthy in the Big Ten happen? Not really. I don't think so. Yeah, some other games that went on um, outside of the Big Ten. Oh, well, we said yeah, we had some bad losses. Yeah, we'll well, some- yeah. Michigan State w- was a bad loss, but I guess I wanted to kind of talk about it and compare it to another bad loss. I think mm-hmm. the second. Go for it. Worst loss was uh, Florida losing to. Uh, Kentucky for the first time in 31 years, which is a worse loss: Michigan State losing to Arizona State or Florida losing to Kentucky. I, I, so I, th- I feel like the Michigan. Okay, so I, f- I understand it's been a long time since Kentucky has beaten Florida. Yeah, but the Michigan State, like they were ranked what are they, 15th at the time, 13th, top 20, whatever. Yeah, top 20. Top twenty going into Arizona, going into you know going to Arizona State. It's Michigan. They're talking about everyone's been talking about it's on you know the other side. It's it was Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State, right? That was the yeah. big talk, and, uh, and then yeah. we saw Michigan, and so it was like, oh, it's Michigan State. And to watch them go lose to her, again, I go back to this Herm Edwards factor <laughs> to go watch them lose to Herm Edwards. That is a surprise because Florida is hot garbage. <laughs> Florida's hot garbage. Like Kentucky can be, some teams can beat Florida because Florida's hot garbage. So it's not that big of a deal. I get it's been a long time because Florida has a rich tradition. I get that, but they're garbage right now. So it's not that big of a deal. No, I, first of all, Florida's ranked maybe again overrelated, but it's still it's still Florida. And to lose to Kentucky, a team you just dominate, you own that team. You that's a the schedule comes out. You put that down as a win every year for 31 years, and then to lose at home in your conference opener—I mean, that's a gut-wrenching loss. And we have all the excuses I just made for Michigan State. <laughs> that I'm going to reapply here, <laughs> playing at you know into three in the morning local time. I mean, that's just not a great situation. Florida had everything in their favor. I think that's the worst loss. Um, Besides, good think- football players. I think it's a fun conversation. <laughs> but Florida was a worse loss. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> well, congrats. Congrats, Kentucky, for beating Florida in the swamp. We'll see, we'll see how much that win, that win holds water at the end of the season. Uh-huh. All right. 
All right. Elsewhere, primetime, uh, one of the primetime games, I guess, uh, Clemson and AM, A&M, uh, Texas A&M, that is. Yeah. Uh, was a, I guess, a much closer game than I thought. Uh, Clemson ended up winning by you got a, you, Wait, you got a chance to see that quarterback with the flowing hair. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> I mean, you didn't get a chance to see him, did you? I saw him. I okay. Like, All right. Actually, I feel like every time I turned the game on, uh, A&M had the ball. So, oh, okay. That's fair. I knew uh, that they put. A, I knew that they put him in. Uh, yeah, but I honestly didn't see. It. I just every time I saw. I guess I no. He had a in. hell of a throw and catch. He had a throw that was great, but the catch was better and the run uh, for a touchdown. But yeah, they were they were switching out Brian and is it Lawrence? Is that his name? Yeah, Lawrence. Yeah, they were, they're switching out Brian and Lawrence, um, and it was still in the first half. And yeah, he had a catch and throw and. It was raining and his hair was all wet and he was just whipping it around. You know, I mean, isn't he, he probably lost the starting job today just because Bryant ended up finishing the game off and that is who Dabo's going to go with. But you can't mess with that hair. Yeah, it's great hair. <laughs> I think. Well, we'll see. I I think that the it's not the end of his chance to start because I think that Dabo wants. I don't think Dabo's happy with Bryant in the long run. So I think Lawrence will get another shot. Um, but this is far too much to talk about Clemson AM without talking about the worst rule in football, uh, where in which if you fumble as you're reaching for the end zone and it goes maybe or maybe not into well the rule is if it goes into the end zone. <laughs> and in right. this case, maybe or maybe not goes into the end yeah. zone. It's a touchback for the other team, and you lose possession. The defensive team gets the ball at the 20. It makes no sense. There's no reason why this is the rule other than some when the rules were made, somebody's like, I don't know, let's just make it a turnover and have it start at the 20. Why would this be the rule? It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Anytime else you fumble on the field, the ball mm-hmm. goes, and it goes forward and out of bounds. Mm-hmm. It goes back to where you fumbled. Right. Except if it goes in the end zone, yeah, which makes no sense, right? And if you fumble in the field of play and your team recovers it, you get you get the forward progress. Like it, it's basically it's not the rule for fumble is not in a straight line, right? There's there's right. it's different, and it is the worst rule because it's like it takes away from offensive players trying to make touchdowns, right? Because to your point, what that player was trying to do was in a critical moment at that was trying to make a play to make a touchdown. And we can get into how you... And then the worst part about this, because the rule is was, and the replay rule is, call on the field mm-hmm. inclusive evidence, right? Yep. It was a hard... It's a hard to say with that camera, you because know, he fumbled it not on the ground, like going in the air. So you had to find a plane going up from the pylon. I feel like it clearly went to the, you know, the sideline out out of bounds side right, not through the, the end zone line. argument for another day. Yeah. Um, but yeah, well, this is a terrible, terrible rule. There's been, there's been a f- multiple instances of this where it's just like, you're taking away from players trying to make a play to win a game. And that's not, I, I don't know about you. I just guess that's not what football is supposed to be about. Yeah. And I guess the art, the only argument I can think of is you don't want players like, throwing the ball forward into the end zone so their team can recover. But, like, just sure. make it where the fumble, like, you can't gain yardage if it goes into the end zone. That's much more realistic than no, but he, the punitive 
rule here. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. But even if you did like, yeah, I'm trying. But even if you did that, it's like you're you're still giving a chance to like fumble it and have, and you're giving the chance for you're giving an equal opportunity for the other team to get the right. ball. Yeah, like this rule makes no sense. I do want to find the origin. Who has the origin? Origin? Who has the origin of this rule? Why they made it be like, oh yeah, Melvin Gordon just scored a touchdown. If you fumble it out of bounds, Four then it's a touchback. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I, I just do this, and then nobody ever change it. I can't. <laughs> I can't see why. It just. Yeah. Yeah. We're in agreement. Doesn't have that happen in a national championship. Have it happen in the college playoffs. Have it happen in the Super Bowl. We'll see what happens. I feel like it's happened before, and it's just been like you scratch your head, and I guess it just doesn't happen enough that it's right. Oh well, yeah. I mean, what did? Because I feel like the announcers were saying you don't do it at that point. It's like it's the end of the game. You're trying to win a game. Like, yeah, why wouldn't trying, you try to do that? It's and it's not like the defender tried to hit it out of the back of the end zone. He just tried to. He tried to punch it out. Knock it out of his hands. But yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a, like anybody's trying to achieve what happened. We, need, we should start a movement. All right. We'll start a petition. <laughs> no. Did that movement start? You start a petition? We just do hashtags now. We just do oh, hashtags. Okay, hashtags. Movements are start with hashtags now. All right. All right. <sighs> well, I, I didn't see, as I mentioned, I was tuning back and forth between Clemson, uh, A&M game, and Stanford-USC. That was the game I was watching more closely. Uh, I don't for whatever reason, I always like watching Stanford-USC. I think it's a great clash of mm-hmm. uh, personalities, great clash of styles, uh, and Stanford's style definitely won this game. Yeah, uh, They won 17 SoCal versus the Bay. Yeah. Uh, it, maybe it's not as much clash of styles as I think it is, but uh, in my mind it is. Uh, you know, it's... Yeah. You uh, have the nostalgia of the Harbaugh-Pete uh, Carroll days. Yeah. Whereas, you know, very clashing styles, very clashing personalities. And Stanford still is very much that uh, that type of team. USC's yes. maybe just not the, the high-flying team that they were under Pete Carroll. Yeah. Uh, and definitely not in this game. Stanford shut them down uh, shut pretty down. good. Um, the other big game. Hold on. Going back. Oh, Go back to that. You watched yeah. that game a little bit. Yep. Every time, Every time that Love got the ball, what was your reaction? I... Wanted him to get tackled immediately. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I am now rooting against like the most fun player in college yes. football. Yeah, whenever he gets the ball and he gets like to the outside, it's like, why is USC? Why don't you? Why is the DN keep the edge? Just yelling at the at the USC defense. Wrap him up. Don't just hit him. Wrap him up. <laughs> yelling. It's a great like forty yard run. Yeah. God darn it. Yeah. What's his average at now? <laughs> It's pretty. It's yeah. I'm you know. I guess as fans, I paint. We paint ourselves into this sometimes, where you have to root against right the most, <laughs> probably the most fun player in college football. <laughs> it's not great. Not We're great. just here to serve ourselves. It's fine. That's right. Um, all right. Uh, Georgia, South Carolina. I didn't see much of this game. Georgia dominated. They look great. Uh, I think you know as we kind of look forward to playoffs. You know, these are, I think, three teams talking about here who won these games, Clemson, Stanford, and Georgia, who have, along with Alabama and Ohio State, Wisconsin. That's kind of your right leaders in the clubhouse. Yep. Teams you look, um, or I guess, if we're self-serving fans, look to lose so that our team has a better chance to get it in there. Didn't happen this week. Georgia looked pretty good. Yeah. Um, still really still a, a little bit of a quarterback controversy. They're still trading off as well, same as Clemson. 
which is yeah well, well i mean that one's not as i don't feel like that was not as dire jake from you know he improved last year and then they have a you know really hot freshman this year but uh, we will see where that goes it just again angers me that clemson georgia alabama figured theirs out um yeah ended up redshirting hurt or jalen as we yeah, talked jalen about hurts. yeah jalen hurts as we talked about last week which probably means he's gonna transfer yeah we can start that movement too. Hashtag Jalen to Wisconsin. Well, I think sorry, Hunter Brook. <laughs> I think there's a good chance that Jalen Hurts and uh, Kelly Bryant will be transferring. Ooh, at ooh, the end of the year. wow. Oh man, we can start that movement. Well, we'll do what we can. We'll get yeah, we'll do what we can. Petitions and hashtags. <laughs> <laughs> petitions and hashtag. Wisconsin is a good school. Russell Wilson. Case closed. Yeah. Remember that year? I remember it. <laughs> Everyone was there. Gage members that year. Okay. Um anything uh, else in the other games? We got Yeah, we had uh two we had two streaks broke broken this week, and I wanna get I wanna talk about which one is the I guess more more impressive streak broken. Like which is a worse streak to have had that finally ended. Right? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Like which Yep. You know, is a more embarrassing streak that th- these schools were a part of. They're both basketball schools, so I guess they hang their hat on that. But yep. uh, Kansas ended its 46 game road losing streak yep. with a win at Central Michigan. And then Kentucky, as we mentioned earlier, ended a 31 game losing streak to Florida, uh, winning at Florida. So, which is a more embarrassing uh, peg to hang your hat on, I guess? Oh, uh, if you lose to Kansas, you're hot garbage. <laughs> Kansas does not win football games. <laughs> they are sorry for the laughter. That's not a laugh track. That's Gage laughing in the background. Yeah. Kansas, I've oh God, I wish I'd pulled up the record before. But Kansas is not good at football. No. They a- just like I don't care. They've gotten beaten by like division three teams. They got beaten by, you know, just no. If you lose to Kansas you should probably pack yourself up home and just quit football. Well, I don't know that Central Michigan's going to do that. <laughs> but but how does how does Kansas lose 46 road games in a row? In la- I guess the only way I can think of this is that all their non-conference games were at home, like most schools are, and mm-hmm. they you know, then they just lose all their conference games on the road, which I guess. But that's how bad Kansas is because they 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 have to go to other places to take the money because they. But I mean, that's still like, who's? I mean, you've never won at Iowa State. You've never won at Baylor. No. I mean, recently. No. When they've, I mean, they were good, you know, under Art Bryles, but haven't been good recently. <sighs> do you want to hear? Do you want to hear overall records for Kansas? I'm blanking on who else is in the Big 12. This is yeah. Terrible. Do you want to hear they're overall lose, records for Kansas? They're going to lose at Texas. They're going to lose at, yeah. <laughs> okay. We'll go back We'll go back to their most successful season. We'll go back to their most successful season, which was 2008, when they were 8-5. and five, Okay. 5-7, five and 3-9, and 2-10, and 1-11, and 3-9, and 3-9, and 0-12, and 2-10, and 1-11. Not great. Hot garbage. <laughs> Did Charlie Weiss coach there? Charlie Weiss did coach. So Charlie Weiss was 111, 3 and 9. 3 and 9. Charlie Weiss got fired in the middle of there of that 3 and 9 season. So some of that's not him, but yeah. That was Charlie Weiss. Yeah. I mean he's an offensive coordinator, really. <laughs> so 
did one of the stoops go there, or did was that no? What did the what did this? No, oh, Stoops right. would not. No, no. All right. No. Mama Stoops would not let that happen. All right. So, Kansas, congratulations on breaking the most embarrassing streak <laughs> in college football that I didn't know was a streak until it was broken. So, break <laughs> Good on you. Now, Good more impressive, uh, I guess, related to these streaks, more impressive Twitter uh, reaction. Yeah. Marlo. All right. Those, so, we're uh, bringing, back, bringing back tweets of the week. Yeah. Describing tweets. On a podcast, yeah, great content. <laughs> week. I'll I'll take the Lawrence. I'll take the uh, Kansas. All right. So the Kansas after Kansas won, very quickly after Kansas won, the uh, Lawrence Police Twitter handle tweeted out. All right, folks, it's been a while since KU won a road game, so let's refresh everyone's memory on how it works. Essentially, if KU wins on the road, everyone celebrates by not breaking the law in any way. Let's keep the tradition alive. By the way, Casey, they did not keep that traditional. They did not. <laughs> no, no, they were. Uh, they won the national championship. <laughs> they won the national championship. Just they type did. in "win national championship" in go- in in Google and go to images, and then you'll find what they were doing. All right. I don't think I want to do that. <laughs> well, I'll take uh, Kentucky, who uh, po- posted a video of them doing just as you. Maybe we're suggesting, again, I didn't see, uh, the Lawrence police suggesting not to do, of them flipping over a car and throwing drinks and things in the air as they won a conference game against Florida. So congratulations. Also winning the national championship, the uh, Kentucky streak enders. All right. Great stuff. Describing tweets. Great Hope stuff. everyone enjoyed that. Look at Those up. They're, were they're the... hilarious. <laughs> Those were the tweets of the week. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll get some theme music for that uh, <laughs> all right more football yeah nfl going on the big boys the ones that get paid a little more to play football yeah. above the table get paid above, above the, the table. table week one we are here looking at my fantasy right now <sighs> not doing good but we still got some time we, we got some time to recover to yeah i don't know I know. I don't know. I know no one cares about our freaking fantasy teams, but God, this fantasy sucks. Why do we play it? It's nothing's enjoyable about it. I don't know. <laughs> I couldn't tell you. <laughs> you know, you sit, you make, you make good decisions, and then you sit here and you have Emmanuel Sanders on your bench as he goes off, and you're just like, why? What is the point? What's the point? What is the point? Yeah, because you thought you had a great draft and you're going to win this year, and now you're well, just, now it's that. draft and you're going to win this yeah. year, and now you're. Just, now it's week one. It's all over. It's all that's the yeah. That's the big. That's pretty much it. Week one, getting like big overreactions. Talking about big overreactions. What was the what was what was the big surprise for you this week? So I think we had two uh, two possibilities here. Uh, two possibilities here. Um, one the Browns Saints or the Browns almost winning an NFL game on a Sunday. <laughs> A regular season Sunday. Whew. Yeah. Do you want me to take this first or are you going to go? Well, you go. You I'll go, go ahead. This. I'll go ahead. So the Bucks, so the Bucks going up big on, on New Orleans was it kind of, my, at first look, when I realized what was going, I was like kind of surprised, kind of taken back. Then I realized this is what Fitzpatrick does. 
He sits in the background. He waits for someone to get hurt or suspended. He assumes a starting role and he balls out until he gets a bigger contract. And that's what he's that's what he has built his career on. And this is just you know, he's smart. He went to Harvard. He gets yeah. it. It's going that way. So <laughs> the Browns and then but then at the same time, the Browns playing Pittsburgh at Cleveland. Eh, be, I don't know. It's you know what? No, F that. The Browns the Browns the Browns hard knocks. The hard knocks bump. Yeah. Hard knocks bump makes it not a surprise. It's the Bucks put it on the Saints. Yeah. Shout out Scott. I think so. I mean, well, first of all, they actually won the game. True, so true. <laughs> when I when I did type this, I thought the Browns were going to win the game because mm-hmm. they were kicking a field goal to win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, two former Badgers playing a big role in the end of the Browns' Steelers game yes. with Joe Schobert yep. with a late fumble recovery for Cleveland and then TJ Watt maybe blocking the maybe. winning field goal. Maybe. I don't know. I can't. I couldn't tell. It looked. I mean, they said it was a block. You look at the replay. This looked like a crappy kick. But let's give it to TJ. Well, he's got at least in the uh, ESPN play-by-play, he's gotten credit for it. Um, But for the Buccaneers to go into New Orleans, put up forty-eight points, four touchdowns for Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, in my who started him? Who started Fitzpatrick? Sure, (laughs) he's going to be the number one pickup on the waiver wire. If anybody spends money on Ryan Fitzpatrick on the mirror, like, <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, and I'm probably gonna do it because I started Ben Roethlisberger. Oof! Yeah, not great. Uh, fantasy football, stupid. All right, uh, but I, in my in my confidence pool this week, I had 15 points on New Orleans to win, so mm. not great. Uh, so that's not why good. I think that's the biggest surprise. The sti- yeah, it was co- the conference pools. Uh, what is it? Uh, what's the what's the word? Uh, survivor pools. So a lot of survivor pools died with that game. Yeah. Uh, shout out, I, shout out, yeah, shout out, Will who picked who picked Pittsburgh as well. Not Pittsburgh. Uh, who picked San? Uh, damn it. Shout out, Will who picked New Orleans to win. Yeah. Which is which apparently half half that survivor pool picked. This is one of the, this is one of the years where survivor pool is going to be like week six someone wins. No, th- this year it's you pick whoever plays the Bills. <laughs> yes. I think. Oh I think, yes. I think that's uh, what you need to do. Um, but before we get on to the Bills, yeah. I talk. so I guess the surprise, more surprise in the Steelers game, Browns game, was how bad the Steelers were. They wanted the Browns to win the game, it felt like. They had six turnovers. The Browns somehow only managed 21 points off of that. It it feels like only a game the Browns could not win. Yeah. <laughs> like, only oh, yeah. the Browns could pull that off. Unreal. Uh, bringing you another stat here. From this is from uh, Bill Barnwell of ESPN. Uh-oh. See, like a real More saber uh, metrics from Casey, like a real journalist. I'm I'm citing my sources here. Okay, slash stealing his stats because <laughs> I don't know how to look up any of these on my own. Uh, the Browns, uh, so they were plus five, ended up plus six in takeaways. Since the Browns returned to the NFL, teams with a turnover margin of plus five or better in a game are 132, four and one. <laughs> the hold on, it gets better. Four and one. The Browns are responsible for two of those losses and the tie. Wow. So to break that down, the Browns are two, two, and one when they have a f- plus five or better turnover ratio. The rest of the league is 130. <laughs> <laughs> the Cleveland Browns, everybody. Congratulations. Wow. 
So I'd say that the only f- fan base feeling worse than the Browns right now, after hearing that stat, probably. <laughs> All the Browns fans that are listening to the podcast. <laughs> Scott, we see you, bud. Thanks for listening. Uh, is the Bills. What do, Hold on. Before, so, before we go to the Bills, though, no, okay. I got a couple questions about the but Browns. I did a little segue there. It was great. Oh, that was a good... No, that was a very good segue. <laughs> great segue. Great segue. I'm going to segue back. All right. So... Counter segue. Counter segue. <laughs> the Bud Light fridge, which oh, I forgot about the Bud, Bud Light fridge. Yeah. The Browns Bud Light fridge, which apparently Joe Thomas got one to his pod. Shout out Joe if you want to come on the pod anytime. Open invitation. Oh, yeah. We'll do a home and home. Do, yeah, we'll do a home and home. <laughs> We're all in Wisconsin. Let's do this. Um, it's does does it work if it if a tie comes out? Do they give Bud Light if a tie comes out? Maybe a half of beer gets poured for you. How does that work? I mean, it's got to be a victory, right? Yeah, you. Can, I mean, especially week one, you got to be like, just let it dribble out a little bit. Just let it dribble. Maybe get a cutoff. <laughs> I don't know. They put it in every bar in Cleveland, so I, I would. If I was in Cleveland right now, I'd be yelling for that fridge. Give me my free Bud Light because you haven't seen a win. You haven't seen a non-loss. I should say that you haven't seen a nine-loss, <laughs> a non-loss in forever. Yeah. On top of that. Do you think secretly Hugh Jackson is somewhere tonight popping bottles? <laughs> Celebrating his non loss. Yeah. <laughs> I can see him thinking. Uh, granted, I didn't watch Hard Knocks. I don't know him as well as you do. Uh, <laughs> We're best friends now. I could see him being very encouraged by this game, <laughs> which is ridiculous. Because <laughs> there's no way that they should have not won that game. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so my God. So we're talking about ties. I know. We've talked way too much Browns in this pod right now. Yeah. Like, in general. So we'll move on to the Bills. Yeah. So <laughs> another, I'm sure, crossover between our uh, listeners and their fan bases. Uh, as I uh, segued into this and then counter segued, now segueing back, uh, the Bills might be the only fans with a bleaker outlook for their team than, than Cleveland uh, this week. So Nathan Peterman got the start, got the nod somehow, some way. Yeah, he he owns records in the NFL. Why wouldn't he get the yeah. start? He uh, went five for eighteen for twenty four yards and two interceptions. Uh, was replaced by Josh Allen, who went six for fifteen, no interceptions though. So congratulations. So that's a combined eleven for thirty three, <laughs> seventy yards passing in twenty eighteen. Um. And two interceptions. They got sacked six times. Jesus. Nathan Peterman had a zero QB rating. (laughs) Oh, no. Zero? Zero. Oof. That's tough. uh, Combined QB rating of 17.1. I don't... What do they? What do they do? What do the Bills do? do, I mean... They can't run run Peterman back out there. No. I mean, the Josh Allen era has started. It started. I don't even... But that doesn't feel great. It doesn't feel great. Maybe you shouldn't got rid of AJ McCarron. Just saying, I don't know. But yeah, that jo- Josh Allen air has started officially. Officially begun. Um, it's gonna be disaster. Oh, this whole yeah, this season gonna be. <laughs> I mean, Josh Allen. It, it as far as when I think we talked about this when we looked at these quarterbacks. He was the one who I thought like, if you pick him, he needs to sit. He needs to get work on his accuracy he needs to work on some things you know he has the nfl arm strength but like it didn't seem like he was ready to read defenses and ready to yeah be an nfl quarterback and he's the one who's going to be 
I guess Josh Darnold started. Uh, yeah. Starting right away, but um, but he was the most NFL ready. I thought. Right. Allen on the other end, and now was was the least NFL ready. Now he's thrown in there because their only other option because they have Napier. Like I don't even understand how this kid in, is still in the well, league. <laughs> it doesn't. It makes no sense. Like, not only is he not in the league, it's like, oh yeah, you can start. Oh, let's get rid of Tyrod. That's smart because yeah. we have Nate Peterman. Is it Peterman? I don't even know his name. Anyways, Peterman. Yeah, Nate. We have Nate Peterman. I, 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 I'm trying. I'm trying really hard out the pile on the Bills because we have a few fellow fans out there. Yeah. You know who you are. That are probably going to feel like we're piling on, but this is all truth. This is truth. It's. It's got to It's just. I'm more coming out. Uh, not to make fun of, a little to make fun of, but a place of empathy. Like I don't know what, what they do, where they go. Yeah. Um. It's and for that to be the case, in week one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, a long, that's a long year. I mean, at least every. I feel like even teams I came into the year expecting to do poorly, you have like a semblance of hope still, right? Right. But I don't see any semblance with the Bills. Sorry, Bills fans, to bring it up, but. God, it's just such a weird situation. So strange. All right. Well, it is week one. I love week one because it's the week of just like we thought it would be. With all the, everything we thought that happened, didn't happen. Yeah. A lot of speculation. I'm gonna, I'll close it out and we'll talk after this. I'm gonna, I'll close it out and we'll talk after this. I think that's it for now. Obviously, we have our um, our big matchup tonight, which by the time everyone hears this will have happened, <laughs> and I'm sure everyone will be celebrating uh, a Packers victory. Oh, okay. We'll double down on that. I know we didn't come up with a actual bet. Oh, I, f- I forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there was some there was some good stuff thrown on the Twitter sphere. Yeah. We didn't agree on anything. There was some good stuff. Maybe we'll get to it before this game is started slash over. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah, okay. we'll talk about it on the flip side. 17 0 All right, Packers Bears game just ended. Yeah. Packers live, live reacts. The, live reacts. Packers over the Bears 24-23. And Casey, I think I'm going to die. You know, I I think I felt more emotions during this game. I maybe than in years. Maybe then in years. It was a, let's say, a down then up experience for me, and I uh, assume the opposite for you. Um, yeah. Well, I think I went into it, you know, typical. I think we have a chance, but it could end very shortly. Mm-hmm. And then we came out, that drive, Mitch went up, went 7 nothing. Mitch is the truth on, yep. you know, cloud nine, stop again, get it. Hopefully we're going to go up by two touchdowns, end up with a field goal, 10 nothing. I'll take it at Green yep. Bay. Uh, and life was good. Life was really good. But at the same time, I knew that Rodgers can come back and throw like five Hail Marys, and yeah. it doesn't matter. But I don't root for injuries. But guess Wait, what? He got one. He got one. Well, maybe. You kind of. Yeah. Well, he got it. In my mind, I thought he got it. And... The reports were, oh, leg injury. Okay, he might come back. Oh, he's not coming back. He's getting carted off. Um, he's done. No, he's not done. He might come back. Then he's on with a helmet, and then he's back. Yeah. And I was like, okay, Aaron's back. And then he's hobbling around one foot. Yeah. 
Well, before a, before we get to okay, I, guess the, I, I went too I, deep. I went way too no, deep. Yeah, no, I just want to. The Packers came out in, I guess, the most unprepared way that I've seen. They were completely unprepared for anything that the Bears were doing on the offense. And granted, the Bears were doing some crazy things, lining, uh, lining up at, in a wide receiver position and having. Mitch Trubisky on our center with three running backs behind him. So they were doing some weird things. And I By crazy, felt, you mean actually doing what NFL teams usually do, but it's the Bears and you're just not used to it. No, NFL, <laughs> I, I think maybe the Patriots do these weird one-off kind of things. And to me, it kind of felt like a, this is going to sound derogatory, maybe I mean it to be, but like it kind of seemed like I'm going to throw the kitchen sink at the Packers and we're going to see what's, like we're going to pull out all the trick plays, we're going to do everything. And it resulted in a, a 17-0 scoreline at halftime. Oh, yeah. um, it, the Packers just seemed unprepared, which when the offense is doing those kind of unconventional things, sure, I get it. But on uh, the offensive end defend, uh, against the Bears' defense, you knew they were going to have pass rushers. You know Khalil Mack was just pinning his ears back and coming at the quarterback, and the Packers did nothing to ease the pass rush. They didn't sent help on Khalil Mack. They didn't chip him. They didn't do anything. They didn't pick up the pace, which they did in the second half. They didn't go up-tempo, all these things. I don't know what the hell they were doing in the first half. And that led to Rodgers getting pressured a lot and to the injury uh, that that we saw in, in the first quarter. So Rodgers goes down. Um, at this point, it's 10-0, 17-0. I don't remember exactly the score. I'm sending out tweets. Season's over. Who cares? <laughs> season's over. I did see how many, that. The how season's many more- over. I'm counting. I'm counting days till next season. I mean, yeah. I am. I am in the foulest of moods. Uh, I'm looking at my my family, saying I got a good thing going. There's things outside of football. This doesn't matter. Uh, I'm doing all those sorts of things. Uh, and then comes out in the second half. He's in pad still. Kind of weird. Got carted off. Didn't expect that. And then they show him while the Bears are on offense. He's you know r- blowing on his hands, getting him warmed up. I'm like, he's not. There's no way he's playing this game. It's it's twenty to zero now, and then he puts the helmet on and goes back in. So I guess let's take it from there. He pulled a Paul. He pulled a Paul. Paul Pierce. No, he pull, pulled Paul Pierce. He wasn't really hurt. He just pretend like he's hurt to make right. it seem like better. All right. First of all, <laughs> it's fine. I get it. I, don't, I, I, I get it. He's trying to earn this eighty million dollar paycheck. He wants people to feel bad for him. Yeah. For making a lot of money. So no. he's like, oh look, I'm playing hurt. But not That's really. the medical staff going. You're not playing this half. Let's get you there and figure out what's going on. You're not. I mean, he's getting paid like sixty-seven million dollars for this year. <laughs> We're not going to. If anything is close to being structurally significantly wrong, and grant there still might be. I don't know, but if I'm the Packers organization, I'm paying him like sixty-seven million dollars this year in guaranteed money. Like the, his contract is completely front-loaded. I'm not. Letting him go out there and play if there's even a chance of significant injury. So, mm-hmm. I think the cart was a, pre- uh, a precaution, and I think if you paint that as him kind of getting sympathy or paint that as him kind of like overselling the injury is a bit harsh. Okay. You call harsh, or is Danica? Danica, like, you better go back out there. You get none tonight. I don't know. <laughs> Either way. She's retired now, so... <laughs> They did. They did show her in the box. Did you see that? They oh yeah, she's no. Like, oh, I, she's she's very concerned. She's very. <laughs> Ugh. Anyways. So yeah, Khalil game Mack, up in season one. Khalil Mack, Khalil, tweeting at Khalil, people. Yeah. Khalil Mack, what a first half. 
Cool, like what a first half. Interception, turned for a touchdown. Worth worth two 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 draft picks right Definitely. there. I mean, At the time, I was like, yeah, totally worth it. Worth it. We're doing it now. I'm just saying, at the end of that game, there were so many chances for the Bears to just seal it. Yeah, Kyle Fuller. Yeah, just could have had the interception and that. Oh my God! So that intercept. If if we would have hold on to the interception, then it's like, oh well, Rogers threw an interception. Now he's a freaking hero. Yeah, there was the. I was a good. It was a good challenge by McCarthy for the out of bounds. Um. Yep. That was really close. I didn't see it. I was I was like rooting like, oh, good good job not getting out of bounds. But that was a yeah. good that was yeah. the, the, good foot, challenge foot on out. his part. Foot, foot went out barely. Um, yeah, the fuller play where uh, the Chicago Bear guy just ran into Devonte Adams and it was incidental. Sure, okay, that's fine. <laughs> right, just <laughs> clears out the wide receiver that Rodgers is throwing the ball to. That's fine, incidental. But I mean, he dropped the pass or uh, the interception. So yeah, he dropped doesn't it. Matter, but yeah. So. You just tackle wide receivers whenever. That's fine. Oh, okay. Well, it doesn't count unless it's called. So, anyways, I don't know the thing about this. Uh, <laughs> the Bears, it was their shot. They had it. Like I had said before, I thought this would be week one. Nagy coming out, throwing in wrinkles like you're talking about. Yeah. Catching them off guard, stealing one. And they had their chance, and they didn't take advantage of it. It's really – it's – it's 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 kind of deflating just because again they like we had it you know we were up there we were up yeah. it was a fourth quarter comeback and I don't know I don't know the thing I'm I'm still have a good outlook for the rest of the season but this is the game I want it yeah and I I guess it was there it, it, coming from if I can try and come from your standpoint you know it was there and I think the issue was and maybe a a spot to a bright spot for the Bears was. Perhaps the inventiveness of the first couple drives um, didn't continue because the playbook wasn't developed enough and that the Bears and Mitchell needs to, um, you know, learn the playbook more, I, I thought. Oh, wow. 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 No, I mean it's he's a, he's a second he's a second year player with a first year coach. You know he's bringing in a whole new set, and he seems like he can create some uh, some interesting plays, some creative plays. And I think if you project that out on on the season as opposed to just the first game, there's a lot more opportunity there for uh, that offense to grow. Um, and with the way the defense played, and I think if you're playing a, a I, this is going to sound cocky, but if you're playing against not Aaron Rodgers, oh my god, that defense can be uh, very effective and you know pressure the quarterback in a way that they weren't able to in the second half when the Packers went up tempo, uh, which I think only a handful of quarterbacks can do. So I would be optimistic on the Bears' offense going forward. I thought they showed flashes of what the offense can be, but I think there can be more depth to the Bears offense throughout the year. I'm trying to be positive for you, Marlo. You're I know. Like, I, I'm like stabbing I, daggers into you. I'm you're, doing, you're, doing, you're doing the Casey thing and trying to look at both sides, which I kind of appreciate. I'm just not ready for it. It's too, it's too close. It's too close. Yeah, but maybe maybe tomorrow. I'll appreciate were, it. So if I can stab some daggers, though. There are a hold on, right? hold on, hold on. Oh, oh okay. Hold on. Hold how, back scared, the how scared are you that Rodgers... Maybe he's not hurt, but he's just, he just seems really fragile. 
at this stage of his career? I am. I mean, I'm absolutely terrified. <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I, I even even at the end of the game. So I assume you watched the end of the game press conference or interview oh with him. Oh my god! And he looked terribly emotional. And I I said this yeah, text to you baby. And, and our friends. And it is either one. He realizes it could have gone the other way, and he could have been seriously hurt and not been able to play. And he's just relieved to be able to play. And that's the position that I'm hoping for. Alternatively. He could actually be hurt still, and he just like played through it, and he won't be able to go next week. And he, like he realizes it's worse than he made it seem. Um, I don't know. I think you know he's <laughs> getting up there. You know, he's older than older than me, I guess. But like, really, <sighs> he's missed. But two of the last five years, it's always a fear. I mean, it's a fear when you have uh, Aaron Rodgers, a guy who is mobile and plays the way he does, uh, relatively risk, um, opposite of risk adverse, whatever. He plays a risky style. He he moves in the pocket and, and invites contact uh, by that. Always nerve-wracking. And to see him go down in the first game was extremely nerve-wracking and i hope i don't have to do it again the rest of the year and i hope that he's fine from this speaking i'm still not sure speaking, what exactly happened speaking of an interview aaron Rodgers is a california guy doesn't yeah live in wisconsin doesn't eat cheese where did he, he get owns, a southern draw from all of a sudden he's you know like where did that come from seriously you have you ever heard like him talk like that before just emotional guy, so he's talking so, a little so be, he, All of a sudden, he acts like he's from the south, choking back the tears. <laughs> Hang out with Danica from Indiana, Chicago area, kind of the south. I didn't pick up on that during the interview. I thought I was surprised. I was focusing on how he seemed emotional, which was kind of bizarre, because he's a relatively detached guy in general. Yeah, no emotions. But he was he was here, so there's. Something, something behind that. Because he knew the know. cameras are on. It's, it's Aaron. Oh come on. Anyways, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm so dejected. I, have, I don't know how much more I have to say about this. Um, Trubisky will be back. The Bears will be back. We'll see yeah. you guys in a few weeks. I think that. I mean, yeah. I, <laughs> I feel, I feel relieved. I don't feel. You know, great. I feel, obviously it was a great win, but I I just feel relieved. I feel <laughs> relatively exhausted as a fan. I didn't do anything. I just <laughs> sat on my couch and was nervous and slash heartbroken for a little bit of it. Um, but saying the season was over. Yeah, season's over. Cryptic texts, not <laughs> tweets. I'm not proud of them. But uh, I, if I the if I'm again, I'm gonna put a positive spin up for the Bears. If I'm looking from a Bears perspective, I mean, this is... If you would have come into this game and said, the Packers are going to come back and win 24-23, to 23, you probably... I mean, obviously you wouldn't have liked it, but you would have probably taken that over the outcomes. If I would have said before the game, 24-23 Packers, you can... You know, that's what it's going to be. You'd been like, okay, that's fine. No, I way, would not be. Who do you think I am? I'm just going to take that. happy, but like... No, that's ridiculous. Yeah, we covered... That's cool. Don't bet on my own teams. But no. Am I happy about it? No. 
because we had it. it it'd be different if it was the other way and we kind of came up short but we we had the game for most of the game and it was a comeback another Aaron Rodgers comeback another Aaron Rodgers Randall Cobb comeback on top of it I mean come on Randall Cobb of old oh, he hasn't God. done that in years whatever uh, so yeah it freaking stings it'll sting it'll sting it'll sting for a little bit because my friends will let me know that it stings and yeah, I don't know. There's not much more. I just I mean, can... come on. You got to be at least encouraged about. <laughs> I, I love I, that I just... you. I love that you are trying to pump pump it up. No, I'm just. I, I guess I've listened to a lot of Bears hype recently. Like I've heard a lot of like the Bears could be back and blah, blah, blah you know. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. The Packers are going to crush them. But man, that pass rush was terrifying and. You know, in the first half, at least Rogers was running for his life, and again, as I mentioned earlier, maybe that was the Packers being completely unprepared for pass rush, which is befuddling. But that's the way that it appeared. Um, and I think Nagy might be able to take the offense that was in Kansas City, the creative offense that gave us Tyree Kill, who I, mean, I guess had a good day today, elsewise, and. Uh, you know, Kareem Hunt and bring that to Chicago with, I think it's possible. And I didn't think that before this game. Let's say that. Okay. Well, that, I, I guess w- the, it's a good thing. We got Casey kind of believing. I was ready for him to be another, uh, what's the guy who's now coaching the CFL? Or no, who they hired from the CFL? <laughs> Trustman. Trustman. Yeah. I was ready for Nagy to be another Trustman, but I don't. I'm worried he won't be. I'm worried he's going to be <laughs> an actual good coach, yeah. um, which I didn't. I wasn't worried about before this game. And uh, granted, the Packers come away with the victory and all of that, but like I guess a more long term, that's a little worrying because I like thinking the Bears have Trestman's or John Fox as his coach instead of actual competent coaches. So I'm a, a bit worried about that and going forward. Obviously, that doesn't affect this game and the result of this game, but. Also, so Daggers, Chris Collinworth comments. I wanted to mention this. Okay. So he said at one point, and I think the Barcelona guys captured this, like this uh, losing this game would set the Bears back a hundred years. Yeah, he that, did say that. That, that was, was ridiculous. Great. That, that was, was great. so ridiculous. I don't know when he said that, but and I missed it in live time, but I saw it in the tweet. And then, uh, oh, what was the second one? Oh, I lost it because I was focused on the first one. Give me a second to think of it. Mm, insert music here. Oh, he said uh, when Trubisky came out, he said it's it's more pressure to convert a third down oh, when yeah, you're yeah, up yeah, 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 than yeah. when you're down, which was just ridiculous to say. Uh, How would that ever be the case, that it's more pressure when you're up than when you're down? That doesn't make any sense. I think Collins were losing his fastball. I liked him for a while. I thought he was... Just, one... saying, just saying things. Yeah, he's just, just saying things. Yeah, there's I agree with both. more pressure when you're winning and Aaron Rodgers on the other side than when you're down. No, there's more pressure when you're losing because <laughs> you're losing. <laughs> I, I didn't get that one. Uh, but, yeah, so it comes with daggers, too. I guess Bears fans now. It didn't. It, it felt at the time he said those things. I rolled my eyes and said, but we're, we're losing now. So yeah, right. it was no, it was 100% roll your eye moment. Like, okay, I should put you on pause now. <sighs> All right. Well, the podcast mm-hmm. has survived the first Ferris Packles rivalry. Yeah, kind of. We'll see. <laughs> if this actually gets out, we have made it. 
That wasn't that bad. All right, that was. I feel I should feel more. Uh, I should I should feel more excited that my team won. I just I honestly just feel relieved. You feel and more relief. You feel more relieved than excited. Oh, I get it. No, I get it. Uh, in uh, when the game was coming down, even when we were coming back, I just that Aaron Rodgers wasn't carted out and in crutches. Like I just felt like okay, my season. Like I was at halftime. I was completely ready. I was packing it in, being like, I'm not even watching the second half. The season's over. I was mentally checked out. And um I'll take obviously I'll take the victory. I'm not again, this sounds a holeish. But <laughs> I was packing it in and to even like continue to have Aaron Rodgers in my quarterback, I'll just I'll just take that. And I just feel relieved that I don't know. It's a weird it's a weird feeling and it I understand that it sounds like an a-hole thing to say from uh, a guy whose team won but i was looking at i don't know kaiser hasn't won a game in, he would have been a starting quarterback and he hasn't won a game as a professional so that's what i would have been looking at and he gave 10 points to the bears essentially gave up three points for the packers and 10 points to the bears so that's what i was i was staring at the barrel of that and i don't have to at least for this week <laughs> Football's weird. It's a tough sport. Football's yeah, strange sport. Congrats, congrats to you, my friend. Yeah, pulling one out. Tough victory. Tough victory, nail biter. I'm glad you didn't completely give up on your team. And thanks for trying. I feel like you've given up too much. No, I just just tonight. I just I need 24 hours to get over this. All right, that's all it is. That's why we record these immediately after. Right. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) All right. All right. Tomorrow we'd be we'd be far too rational about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bears Packer re- reacts. Yeah, we did it. We did it. <laughs> all right. Next week, uh, that's all I got for him. Casey, do you want to send him away? All right. Well, until next time, everyone. I hope your favorite teams win all the sports, except the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs>